Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up, a strong batting performance of the Panthers to victory, but first, today's top stories. In Washington County, a plan to relocate some county offices to the Orchard Hill Complex has gained momentum. The county supervisors unanimously voted to proceed with a compromise plan, tentatively moving public health, IT department, and county supervisor workspaces to the campus west of town. However, the offices of the assessor, auditor, recorder, treasurer, and GIS will remain in the county courthouse. Supervisor Marcus Feather referred to the plan as a hybrid plan among the offices discussed during a work session. Concerns were raised about using the Emergency Operations Center for Board of Supervisor meetings as it is a restricted access facility. Emergency Management Coordinator Marissa Risen emphasized the importance of public access and the need for public meetings during emergencies. The specifics of the plan are still being developed, and the estimated cost to the county is $2.44 million. The Mount Pleasant Community School District has shown interest in acquiring some of this recently closed IOSN property. Superintendent John Hendrickson confirmed that the district has submitted a letter of intent to purchase the practice fields located near Maple Leaf Athletic Complex. The proposal would be, will be considered by the Board of Trustees overseeing the transition of Iowa Westland. The trustees currently meet weekly to review proposals for the former university's property equipment and other assets. In addition, representatives from Carl Nelson Construction joined the board in touring the Iowa Westland campus to assess the building's potential for classroom space. The school district is exploring the possibility of utilizing the Union area and the Howe as an elementary campus. Cost estimates for potential renovations are expected from Carl Nelson Construction on June 23rd. Washington for Justice organizers and volunteers have adopted a new format for this year's Juneteenth holiday celebrations in Washington. The festivities organized by the Washington United Methodist Church and Washington for Justice have been scaled back compared to last year's week-long events. The change aims to maintain the holiday significance while refocusing the celebrations. The schedule includes a Father's Day and Juneteenth potluck on Sunday, June 18th, followed by the premiere showing of The Life of George Devon. On June 19th, a commemoration event featuring guest speaker Michael Devon will be held at the Washington Public Library. Anthony Devon, an organizer and pastor at the Washington United Methodist Church, emphasized the importance of recognizing the end of slavery with a dedicated holiday. Juneteenth symbolizes freedom for all, highlighting the need for open dialogue about America's history of slavery. The bipartisan declaration of Juneteenth as a federal holiday in 2021 further underscores its significance to all Americans. The Mount Pleasant School District is making progress in implementing grade-alike schools for the 2024-25 academic year. Superintendent John Henriksen provided in an update during a recent school board meeting, stating that the district is on track with phase one of the process, which is set to conclude on June 30th. As part of this phase, the district has determined the grade level assignments for various buildings. Harlan Elementary will house preschools and kindergarten with Kate Sands as the principal. Lincoln Elementary will accommodate first and second grade under the leadership of Principal Lori LaFrenz. Van Allen Elementary will host third, fourth, and fifth grade, led by Mr. Gossin. Settlement Elementary will not be included in the grade alike restructuring. Discussions with special teachers, school counselors, and secretaries have also taken place to address the needs and assignments for the upcoming academic year. Transportation and other logistical considerations are said to be discussed in future conversations. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. 
At the Cabber Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. You know, it's not a question of what all you have and so on with your life. It's who is in your life and how much you care for them and how much they care for you. And Tammy definitely cares. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Stephens. Coming up, we have your five-day forecast, but first, obituaries. Veal Mae Smith, a Farmington passed away on June 12th at the age of 86. A graveside service will be held at 10 a.m. June 17th at Greenglade Cemetery. Schmidt's funeral home is in charge of the arrangements. Roger P. Escher, Washington, passed away on June 9th at the age of 76. Services are pending at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Bruce Campbell of Washington passed away on June 15th at the age of 88. Services are pending at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. James D. Hooker of Fairfield passed away on May 27th at the age of 32. A celebration of life will be held at 1 p.m. June 22nd at Benner Funeral Home. That was obituaries. It is now time for your five-day forecast. We have some beautiful weather today, a lot cooler than yesterday with a high of 83 in clear skies. Tomorrow will be 86 and mostly sunny. There's a chance of scattered thunderstorms on Sunday and the high will be 82. The weather will be beautiful again on Monday with a high of 87 and mostly sunny skies. And finally, it'll be another hot one on Tuesday with a high of 90 and clear skies. We're going to take another quick break and when we come back, we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. 
We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Been in healthcare for many years. I know that Tammy's that person who wants to help others and take care of us. She knows the healthcare business and wants to take care of others. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. The Mount Pleasant baseball team emerged victorious with a 13-5 win against Eddieville Blakesburg Fremont. The Panthers displayed strong batting performances, recording four extra base hits, including two home runs. Peyton Walker contributed to the team's success with an RBI single in the first inning and later hitting a solo home run. J.C. Sitar also hit a two-run home run while Garrett Cook delivered a two-RBI double and Ben Newton added an RBI single. Eddieville Blakesburg Fremont rallied back, scoring five runs in the fourth inning to narrow the gap. However, Mount Pleasant maintained their lead, with Noon adding another RBI single in the fifth. The Panthers secured victory by scoring four runs in the sixth inning and one more in the seventh. Walker had an exceptional game, reaching base in all five plate appearances and pitching a complete game. With the win, Mount Pleasant improved their season record to 6-8. and eight. The Washington baseball team fought hard, but ultimately fell short in a 7-5 loss to Oskaloosa. Trailing 7-4 in the bottom of the sixth inning, the Demons staged a rally to bring the tying run to second base, but couldn't complete the comeback. Washington baseball coach Tyler Rausch emphasized the need to work on the little things that held the team back. Oskaloosa had overcome a 3-1 deficit with three runs in both the fifth and sixth innings. Washington managed to score one run in the sixth, held Oskaloosa scoreless in the seventh. In their final at-bat, the Demons had two runners on base with two outs, but a line drive to right field was caught for the final out. Despite the loss, Roush commended the team's resilience. The Demons had previously suffered one-run defeats in their recent games. They look forward to a rematch against Fairfield on Thursday. The Washington softball team faced a tough opponent in the Centerville Reddits, resulting in a narrow 4-3 loss. The Demons initially led 3-0, but Centerville staged a comeback for, with four runs in the final two innings. Pitcher Colby Greiner performed well for the Demons, dominating the Centerville lineup for the first five innings. Offensively, Washington took some time to get going, but managed to score in the fourth inning. Ella Griner led off with a solo home run, giving the Demons a 1-0 lead, followed by two home runs. However, Washington couldn't add to their lead, and Centerville capitalized on opportunities in the sixth and seventh innings to take the lead. Despite the loss, Coach Ben Overman acknowledged the team's strong performance and looked ahead to their next game. Washington's record now stands at 14-9 for the season. That was the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break. And I'll see you next time.